and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. Thanks for joining us. The 1.30 Eastern hour is when we do this for real. So, what do we got today? A lot of stuff. A lot of things. A lot of things. Oh, my. Stuff and things. Yeah. Has Tucker Carlson showed up on Rumble? No. No, he hasn't. He hasn't shown up on Rumble. He's not going to. He's not allowed to. I know. That's like the thing. Why do people people think? I don't know. That that, uh, suddenly tomorrow he's going to have a podcast because he can't. He can't. He's got that dick that's uh, representing him. It's probably going to give him every every penny he's going to milk out of Fox. Yeah, Forty million to shut up. You got it. No problem. Absolutely. I'll I'm be there. Happy I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down with it. All right. Uh, since you started there, I was looking at the uh, Fox TV show, the noon thing, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Is that the one with Kennedy? Which one is that one? I don't know. It's like five <laughs> people. And oh, yeah, yeah. Some old washerwoman runs the show. I don't know. Outnumbered is, uh, I think, what they call that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I don't know who's uh, outnumbered. I'm not sure, but somebody's outnumbered on that. Right. So I'm, I'm passing by it, and at the bottom of the screen, it says WH, which, you know, I'm sophisticated. I'm pretty sure that means White House. It says... White House refuses to say if Biden will serve all eight years. Whoa, man alive. Well, that's a Jesus Christ. That's a scandal. That's a that's a big deal. And it immediately led me to find out what was the source of that. And of course, it was because every day there's a White House press briefing that no one watches. No one, no one, no how, no way watches and the white house press secretary who has the uh, name recognition of the uh, fourth quarterback on the depth chart for, for the uh, jacksonville jaguars whoever that is it's it's uh is it uh janine jean-pierre is it whatever her name kareen 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 yeah they which by the way the, the, there's a very funny nickname that people like lauren bobert and marjorie taylor green have oh, for her. what kind of her. racist what kind of racist shit is this no no it's way funnier than it's cringe they call her cringe because they make her they she makes them cringe. I mean, it's I thought they go with I thought they go with Kareem as in Kareem Abdul. That's good. Maybe that's next week. Yeah, but anyway, it's, so it's it's just a series of stupid questions, and uh, Peter Peter Ducey, the the nepo baby reporter for Fox, like that. There's your there's your new eight o'clock guy right there. Put that yeah. stupid ass at eight o'clock. Yeah, he always. Every day he he tries to make news or or play the gotcha game, but someone besides him actually just asked, "Does the president uh, intend to serve all eight years?" All right. So I immediately thought of Al Jaffe, who just died three weeks ago, the father of mad, snappy answers to stupid questions. Yeah, which all right. Was my favorite I, bit. That was my right. favorite bit. So when asked if uh, Joe Biden intends to serve all eight years if he's reelected her answer uh, should have been 
Uh, no, he intends to die in year six. So you're right. He does not intend to serve all eight years. Now, remember, this follows three years. Uh, this follows see, two and a half years of, is he running for re-election? 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 That's been right. It's, they've asked Jim and, Biden. And, and now the answer is yes, he's running for re-election, but, but he doesn't intend to serve all, all eight years. Right. So you, you, you have to move the goalposts. Now that we've gotten an answer to that question, he's already launched the re-election campaign. He says he wants to finish the job. Now we have to be annoyed. Is he going to finish? Is he going to finish? Is he going to finish? Shut up. I'm sorry that your parents finished, Peter Ducey. Does he intend to die in year one, two, three, or four? Uh, <laughs> President Biden has a, a death scheduled right there at the end. It's, it's very FDR-ish. If he's, no, he's going to get reelected, then immediately die. That's what's going to happen right there. Uh, so uh, David, David Rothkoff, who I like a lot, uh, you know, he's been a Democratic guy. He's been a professor. He's a, he's a writer. He's, he's, he's smart, just smart as shit. And uh, he is the person who's uh, written today a piece called Joe Biden is old. Get over it. And it's it's just perfect in that, of course, Joe Biden is uh, nobody's idea of a, of a Hollywood president. And he's not going to do what Harrison Ford did. And what was the movie where Air Force One? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he, 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 he's not going to pull that shit. Or what is it? White House down. Jamie Foxx. Or even Independence Day, right? He, he he's just not gonna he's just not gonna do that. But then Rothkoff goes to to point out that, and it's true, in the first two years, you know, legislatively, he's accomplished a lot. Now you may hate what he's done legislatively, if you think that the, everything he's done has uh, led the country that much closer to socialism. And you know, there's a good argument for that. Yeah, there, there is a solid argument. A solid argument for that. Uh, and he did it very often in bipartisan uh, ways. I mean, rem- yeah, close, not a lot of Republican votes very often. But you know what? It's it's like a hand grenades and horseshoes. You know, it's either all or nothing, right? And and, and nuclear bombs either hit it or you don't. It really so he's hit- true. Subjectively, yeah. he's he's done a, a lot of shit. And by the way, remember that this summer when you're at the All Star race in North Wilkesboro, open. Mm. That track, courtesy of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. and Roy Cooper, the governor of the great state of North Carolina. Yeah. So, in one sense, being president is the ultimate desk job, right? Because it's all about making decisions, deciding what you're for or against, and using the bully pulpit and the moral suasion aspect of your gig to convince people of the righteousness of your thoughts and ideas. Everything beyond that is, is window dressing, you know, doing rallies, uh, making remarkable speeches. I mean, that's all cool stuff, but it's not the measure of how good a president is. And uh, we don't have to play the whataboutism game, but I guess we need to. In terms of is the fact that Joe Biden is 80 by definition a a disqualifying characteristic. And of course, we do get to play the who's really in better health, him or Trump. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I, I think, think that's, that's a fair. Because if it was anybody else, okay. But, you know, 
Trump, who, you know, has the dietary habits of your disposal, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever shit you can throw down it, the disposal takes it. It works with it, and then it yeah. swallows it. Um, uh, but objectively, yes, if you look at the accomplishments, if you stack them up against anybody in the first two years, I, there's just a couple of things that kind of get skated by. When they came into office in January of 2021, not only had the Capitol been attacked, but there had really been no plan as far as distributing those vaccines. That kind of gets overlooked. And they distributed millions upon millions upon millions of vaccinations to Americans. Look at what's happened just this year, Brad. We've had the second and the third biggest bank failures in American history. S&P still up seven and a half, eight percent for the year. I mean, I know that's not the whole enchilada. I know it's not the most important thing, but we have been able to be kind of resilient economically. I know, you know, inflation is a huge problem. I know it's a big deal, but they keep talking inflation and it just ain't happening. Well, it's moving in the correct direction. Correct. They keep talking about recession is what I meant to say. They keep talking about recession and it just ain't, it ain't happening. They right. can talk it up all they want to, but the, the data just is not there. Yeah. But uh, just from the health standpoint, you know, John, John Kennedy, of course, was uh, one of the youngest presidents. I think only Teddy Roosevelt was younger when he became president. Teddy Roosevelt so, was younger when, in, when inaugurated. John F. Kennedy was younger when elected. Thank you. Uh, and we didn't know till later that, that Kennedy suffered from Addison's disease, which is a pretty debilitating thing. You know, I don't know. I don't know how he pulled it off, but but he did. I, I think I have two words to describe how he pulled it off. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, hor hor that was unfair. Back he had horrible back problems. She helped. <laughs> you know they had the uh, kennedy rocking chairs they had to find those special rocking oh chairs. yeah yeah made right here in north carolina i believe they were well, made in ashboro don't they still make those isn't that still a thing i think so and i think they are called okay. the kennedy rockers at least informally maybe uh actually formally yeah and as far as the the uh, verbal gaffes and the stumbles and the rest you can make a real good argument that joe biden has been doing this since he came into public life yeah all right and yeah, we've talked about this endlessly for years. If you ever look at a transcript of what Donald Trump says in public, it's completely incoherent. It is grammatically insane. It makes no sense. So I give the edge to Joe Biden on this one because a mispronunciation or they love it when he confuses the name of someone in the audience with someone who's dead. And he says, yeah. you know, hello, you know, they love that one. They always, they love that. That's really proof, right? That he needs to go away. He's done that a couple times, but again, he always says, uh, you know, don't, don't compare me to, uh, you know, the almighty just compare me to you know what's out there he's got some kind of great quote about that i can't remember what he says i do um, love the process stories though oh americans yeah. want a more other than a choice of trump versus biden americans are upset and wringing their hands over yeah, the choice yeah just stop <laughs> yeah the, just, you gotta stop that it's gonna be what it's gonna be and uh <laughs> you know look if if we didn't have to put up with Trump's shit, 
you wouldn't have to put up with Joe Biden. If you're in the middle of the desert. So it's completely completely the Republican Party's fault. It's completely the fact that, you know, Donald Trump wasn't, uh, you know, the – didn't didn't die of crib death you know we, we could have been saved if that would have happened and we would have never known who he was right the old baby the old baby hitler thing right if you're in the middle of the desert you've been marching through the desert for about 30 days and you have two bottles of water before you one of them is dasani and the other one is is sewer water and you go god damn i hate dasani no that's just the choice you take the dasani you drink it you drink it down you love it that's what it is sorry I'm, i there's there's never been in life a, a perfect choice where you get to have this thing, which is clearly so much better. And this other thing there's, it's just, it just doesn't happen. You don't, you have imperfect choices either way. It's not either you marry this person or uh, you marry Jennifer Lawrence. No, you, 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 that's just how it is. I mean, there's no, there's there imperfect choices are always presented before you. And sometimes in life as an adult, sorry, that's what you take is the lesser of two evils. Well, if, for people like you and for people like me, we didn't have to give it much thought in 2020. No. I think that it's even more of a non-choice for us in 2024 because you have a guy who is out there who wants this job for one reason only well two one for revenge and two to avoid prosecution yeah he hates being president he doesn't put in the work he doesn't know what he's talking about he's unfamiliar with basic facts about everything and that isn't an opinion those are facts about him and i know that they get overlooked and what becomes even more striking Day after day, as the stories are written and the panels talk about it, is that this is a guy who tried and orchestrated a coup to overthrow the very government that he claims he wants to head again in a democracy by using non-democratic means. And you can't cast that aside you cannot you cannot portray the possibility of a biden trump rematch as a rematch of equals this is not joe frazier muhammad ali two it just isn't it it isn't the same two guys Plus one the guy, guy who, the guy who wants the job for real for the american people has proven he can do the job pretty well yeah <laughs> And yeah. Donald, Trump, Donald Trump, the reason he wants to be president, he loves, the, like you said, revenge, and he loves the trapping of the, the trappings of the job. He likes it when he goes on board the naval air carrier and they give him the triple XL jacket with the presidential logo and his name on it. They, he loves that shit. He loves flying. I don't even know. If, you know what? I don't even know if he really likes that. No, of course he does. He likes. He'd rather be out of a golf course. You know that he'd rather be playing. Yeah, golf. but he can't. But he's got all the trappings, and they have to kiss his ass. And he loves flying on Air Force One. Only one person gets to fly on Air Force One. He gets to do that. He loves sitting behind the desk, and they have to come to him, and they have to genuflect to him behind the desk. He loves all the trappings of it. He doesn't like the job. I want you to think about the quality of person now who would be in on a Trump 2024 campaign. Just think of who's left. Oh, God damn. Think of the, the, the pickings over. 
I don't even know if like I don't even know if his family would go to work for him in the White House. They're not. They sucked off his teat last time. Well, they're not. Time, I think they've already said no, we're uh, not in, Dad. You get this is yours. This well, is all Don yours, Jr. Dad. would like Don Jr. doesn't really have any options. And Eric yeah, he, would. He wasn't. They were the two of them. Really weren't. Yeah, they didn't have an office in the White House. Okay, no, but they will be this time. The, the, so you're, you're, there you go. You're bringing in the yeah. junior varsity. Look, this you're, time. you're right. If we're lucky, <laughs> we're like, yeah. Eric yeah. and yeah. Tiffany and <laughs> Baron. Baron will be in there. Getting be the chief of staff. I mean, you you really are going to get the dregs. Yeah, there's no question yeah. about it. But Joe is old. Get over it. But he could be. He's likely to be the the uh, the choice that we want you to make. Uh, anything else could spell disaster, including Ron DeSantis, uh, who, oh, by the way, yeah. uh, what a great day for him, because, you know, it's all about the advantages that Trump has had so far. And he's uh, used them to really turn the tables on the polling, at least at this point. And we know this is a snapshot in time. It doesn't really mean anything. And Ron DeSantis isn't necessarily finished and all those other things. But Trump has had this one major advantage. Obviously, we've seen it be exhibited in the last few weeks. You get indicted, your poll numbers go up. All right. So today, Disney decided to sue Ron DeSantis. Now, it's not a personal thing. Ron DeSantis isn't going to be personally indicted. But uh, they're they're going after uh, the Florida government and Ron DeSantis as governor for impinging on their right to free speech and for using the government to uh, punish them, which is brilliant lawyering by Disney. I think I think this is so smart of them to punch back in this way. And of course, this is over. Ron DeSantis is trying to change the terms of the. Um, you know, the the special carve-out that Disney has had for over 50 years uh, regarding who, who, who runs the land for Disney World. That's what And they is. keep kicking his ass. Every single time, they keep kicking his ass. <laughs> Every single time, they do yeah. something, and it's done right in public view. It's not done, like, sneakily. I mean, it's done. They just take all the options that are available to him, and they and he always surprised because he's an idiot. He just doesn't yeah. he doesn't do his homework. Well, on uh, on this one, and uh, I mean the lead the lead story on this in the New York Times is political memo: man versus mouse. Ron DeSantis finds taking on Disney is a dicey business because it probably sounded like a brilliant idea to him, you know, six months ago, a year ago. Oh, this is great. Let's. Let's uh, go for the biggest tree in the forest here, right? That's what you do. And uh, he keeps going and going and going. And just, of course, he when keeps, he, he keeps getting the rake right in the face like Sideshow Bob. Right. And when he first started out, the CEO of Disney was this guy who turned out to be a caretaker, Bob Chapek, who didn't have, how shall we call it, the, the smarts or the public relations skills that the previous CEO, the legendary Bob Iger, had. And what happens? Boom. JPEG's gone. Iger's yeah. back. Okay. Daddy's home. <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a heap of trouble because Iger is a better politician than you'll ever be, Ron DeSantis. Just pure talent. But don't you and, think, now, in retrospect, don't you think JPEG was given a bit of a, a bad rap? Just a little bit. Just a little bit, but not that bit. Well, I, I, not that being, much of a little bit. He being was bad. the CEO of that particular company is a very difficult and a kind of a very 
you know, it's a difficult job at best. Yeah, but and, he he made mistakes. He he made actual mistakes. It wasn't just oh, he's not as good as the last guy. They weren't all they weren't all pining for him to fail. They didn't want him to fail. Right. Um, but he but he did. Um. So we'll uh, we'll we'll see how this one we'll see how this one goes because remember it was a uh, Mitt Romney I believe in a, a previous campaign a couple cycles ago who actually uttered the words corporations are people my friend <laughs> with the same rights corporations do as people and so Disney is saying we have free speech rights and they do the company does have the right to make statements and this has nothing to do whether you think corporations are people they just do they just do and for uh for the state of florida through its governor to try to to crush them for having an opinion on transgenderism or banning books or things of, to, to try to go after them on that is just uh, i think they're going to I think they're going to lose it, but I don't know. I don't know where this kind of a case gets heard, whether this case gets heard in front of judges who may be on the take, who may be in the tank, who may have been Trump judges. And on the other hand, if they are Trump judges, they may rule in favor of Disney, because right now, remember what Trump is doing. Trump is jumping on the side of Disney right now because you know, DeSantis is going after them, and any enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. <laughs> well, again, another so, prediction: the the Disney lawyers are going to get them in front of the best possible venue uh, that they can. They're they're going to be they're going to have all the tricks to getting. I hope, I hope they're, they're able to have the control over that uh, more so than we've seen in in some other cases. Now, maybe that that woman down in Palm Beach County, that that loser idiot uh, from a few months ago, remember her mm-hmm. making, making just all that she's completely oh, the, yeah, in the tank the for. for the one from Duke University. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a cheap shot at Britt. <laughs> All right. Uh, other other topics. Devin Nunez, still a loser. Oh, yeah. Let's hear that. I want to hear that. Uh, he got beat in court on Tuesday. Remember him? He was the congressman from California mm-hmm. who was a complete Trump lackey until – until he wasn't, and I believe Trump uh, plucked him from Congress to run Truth Social. Is that right? I think that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. what he does. Right. So he goes to court. Nunez goes to court uh, and sues for libel because he says he and his relatives were defamed in a 2018 article in Esquire alleging that his family employed undocumented workers on their dairy farm, and that turned into the hilarity of Devin Nunez's cow having its own Twitter account to make hilarious comments about this. I remember this article. It was very well researched. Yeah. And there was an Omerta uh, situation in that town that you just don't talk about the illegal aliens. You just don't do anything about them. And uh, the reporter was followed around by mysterious vehicles the entire time they were researching the article. So when Nunez was in Congress, you know, he did everything he could to help Trump. Didn't matter what it was. It was just he was completely in the tank. He also sued the Washington Post. Uh, That suit ended in failure, and uh, he got tossed on Tuesday 
on this one too. So uh, Esquire remains in business. So see, here's the thing. Um, if you're Devin Nunez or if you're Fox News, you don't sue, you get sued. Okay. Correct. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't quite work that way. Uh and speaking of stupid, uh, and this is a, a a great little piece that reminds us of something we were talking about uh, a few weeks ago because it it really does come out of uh, North Carolina, and it's about legislation that does exist. It does exist. It was proposed a couple of weeks ago by some Republicans uh, that would enact a statewide ban on youth sports awards based solely on participation. That's right. The participation trophies legislation. It uh, is actually called an act to prohibit awards in youth recreation activities of local governments based solely on participation. That's the long version of it there. And uh, Jason, Jason Gay, sports columnist for the Wall Street Journal, writes a great piece about this. And the bottom line on it is, uh, and this is just a, uh, a piece of legislation in search of a problem because the problem isn't that every kid is getting a trophy every time the blah, blah, blah. it's just it's just bullshit okay the real problem is that kids aren't playing sports at all anymore they're not well let's also remember what the genesis of these trophies were it wasn't the children it was the parents right that started the, the making them hand the shit out to the kids that's right that's right um but it's it's a real problem, and you see it exemplified in baseball because Major League Baseball has been wringing its hands, rightfully so, for years because the number of American black athletes who play baseball has shrunk down to a point to probably where it was you know, five years after Jackie Robinson first started to play and then there were some black players and then there were a lot of black players and then it started to go down, 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 down Correct. because it's, you know, baseball, you need a real field. You need, uh, you need some equipment, you need the mm -hmm. coaching mm -hmm. and you have to compete with basketball and football and, uh, and other sports like that, that, uh, you know, skilled black athletes decided was, uh, was a better gig than baseball, which of course, in one sense, maybe that's true, but in terms of how long do you want to live for the you know, football, of course, is the worst, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, baseball, you don't get CTE. Okay, if you get hit in the head, that's different. But, baseball is still um, exceptionally popular in Latin America, Mexico, yeah. parts of South America, I think parts sure. of Asia, but here, yeah, absolutely. Because baseball there is still looked as a way to get out, to get exactly. out of those places. Correct. And, and, and get to the United States. So here's the uh, actual number. Percent of children ages 6 to 12 who regularly played a team sport dropped from 45% to uh, 37% from uh, 2008 to uh, 2021. So that's that's a lot. That's a lot. And uh, this isn't because of COVID. It was already going down. Um, and uh, we know why. It's because of the phone and video games and other shit and kids sit in their house and we know the whole story. We're not going to go start lecturing about right. that, but the problem isn't participation trophies. Okay. You know, it just isn't. 
I only played Little League one year, and I think at the end of the season they gave us a baseball with our team's name and our record on it, which was not good. I think because well, you sucked. Was... You sucked. Do you know? I was. Uh, I was not You're terrible. I was not a great player. It was not very good. No field, no hit. Really yeah. was was what it was all, all about for me. Anyway, we've still got our eye on this legislation, which is uh, doing a great job of embarrassing our state as. North Carolina slides ever so slowly. Oh, but we're only getting the, started. We're only getting the, started with the bullshit. Into the culture war sewer of Republican control where all their dreams come true. This is going to be in North Carolina, really, I mean, obviously nationally, but especially for us, the next year and a half are just going to be fucking wild. And this will remind you of the Jesse Helms days. The next year and a half are just going to be bananas, particularly if Mark Robinson uh, is going to be the nominee for the Republicans and they're going to do shit in the legislature to try to prop him up uh. and do all the culture war shit and all the book banning and all the trans hating and all of that shit. It's going to be it, it is going to be th- there's stuff that you say to people that happened that Jesse Helms would say on the floor of the United States Senate. And people sometimes if they weren't around then, they wouldn't believe it. It was a it was an uncontroversial mainstream opinion among straight white people in North Carolina and a lot of places nationally that these guys that are dying of AIDS, eh, we're not really going to do anything for them because they kind of brought it on themselves. That was a that was a mainstream opinion that was very much espoused by Jesse Helms and his followers. And if you say that to people who are younger than say forty, they're like, "No way, he didn't say that, did he?" Well, in his way. words, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully this one goes into a corner and dies, because if it doesn't, then it'll get copied all over the country, right? <laughs> and uh, we will get, quote, unquote, credit for uh, starting that trend where uh, children cannot be coddled by just giving them trophies for showing up. It's a crisis. It's a problem. We need to address it. And uh, liberals just can't admit the truth as they uh, never can, right? I'm, I'm right? curious, like, the, the guys, you know, right now there's so much um, attention being given to that Tennessee legislature, which is just continuing to shit the bed uh, in the wake of that uh, mass shooting at the Nashville Religious School. And if there is a a, a shooting here in North Carolina – and our odds are as good as anybody's because we know it's the United States. We have gun manufacturers inside of North Carolina. I don't know if they've already been given uh, lawsuit protection by our legislature, but I know that in the wake of some sort of mass shooting, our legislature would rush to do that. The General Assembly would rush to do that, led by the Republicans, I think. Is that only a state thing or is I thought there was federal protection well, be federal and you can't do much about that but at least you can try in the state to to shield uh x y and z well, because apparently you hate uh, people having jobs right mm-hmm. that's what you I'm hate anti-jobs i want people sitting on their couch collecting checks baby yeah. that's why i love this pandemic right uh we have another loser in court <laughs> his name is donald trump and he was oh. able to uh, get smacked down today of course, he's not even there at the uh, rape trial, the yeah. civil rape trial against him by E. Jean Carroll. He got reprimanded by the judge today, today, Wednesday, 
um, for ranting on, uh, uh, quote, truth, unquote, social. Uh, he wrote the E. Jean Carroll case, who he then says is Ms. Bergdorf Goodman. Ha, ha, oh, that's funny. Is a made-up scam. Scam, of course, in capital letters. The judge, named Lewis Kaplan, no relation to uh, E. Jean Carroll's lawyer named Robbie Kaplan, called Trump's comments completely, entirely inappropriate. So your favorite lawyer, Joe Tacopina, Tacopino, says, quote, I'll try to address that with my client and request that he stop talking about this case publicly. Wait, I didn't do that right. I'll try to address that with my client. Um, and Brad, that he, yeah. do, you, do you believe that Fred Flintstone Jr., Joe Tacopino, is going to try to address that with his client? The judge continued, well, I hope you're more successful. You know the Trump mayor may not be tampering with a new source of potential liability, and I think you know what I mean. <laughs> when, the, when the judge is saying this to your lawyer, you are in trouble. And this, and this is the thing about this is what, this, again, this is what you've signed up for, Tacopino. This is what you signed up for. He's going to yell at you. The judge is going to yell at you. Why can't you get your client under control? I told you to do this. I told you to do this. I told you to do this. This is your fucking life. When you sign up for Donald Trump and to represent him, your life is fucking misery. And it should be because you did this willingly for whatever reason, because he ain't going to pay you. You know that you wanted to be famous. You wanted to get fan letters from people that jack off to like uh, some of these stupid ass websites and Ben Shapiro and Charlie Kirk. But the judge is going to whip your ass and hold you responsible for your stupid-ass client not following instructions. Trump's already been warned about social media posts and other actions that appeared to try to intimidate people involved in his case. With uh, Stormy Daniels, he's tried it there. The judge has asked Tacopina on the first day of this trial to ask his client whether he'd be testifying in the case or coming to court, giving him the opportunity, and, of course... The answer is no way. Too busy. Too busy. Got golf with Lindsey Graham today at eleven thirty. Yeah. Can't be. Can't be in New York for for this drivel. This wow. is your life, Tacopino. This is yeah. a, just a, the judge whipping you, asking you why you can't get your client to do what he he's supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, and while we're on that same uh, subject, how about one final cheap shot God, by Trump? In the direction of John McCain. God. John McCain's you know, still dead. McCain's still dead. Still dead. Trump, still an asshole. Still an asshole, yes. And this is regarding that book, uh, Letters to Trump, where Trump thinks that people are interested in seeing famous people who uh, didn't regard him you know, up until 15 years ago as a mortal threat to the country. So... They either socialized with him and wrote him letters, so he thinks that uh, people are interested in in uh, in purchasing them in a book. So Trump writes in the book, <clears throat> much like his wars, McCain's funeral never ended. Whoa! Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> and nobody can go to this guy like, hey, what? why don't you look at the galleys of my book? I don't know. This looks a little petty. I don't think I think this makes you look a little petty. I don't think you should publish this. That makes me want to buy it even more, Britt. <laughs> and see, the, here's if, if, if you want to go fully down the pathological uh, path of dissecting what this is all about. Trump knows that his funeral, and he will have one, okay? They're not going to just, uh, you know, bury him at sea somewhere. Um, Trump has already probably planned, and pick the language you want, the biggest funeral in the history of funerals ever. No president will ever have a greater, right? He, he in his mind, thinks that there's going to be this completely grandiose outpouring of grief for him at a dignified funeral, which it won't be, right? It will be like a rally. Yeah. It will be idiotic. It will be undignified. Like Ted Nugent will show up in a loincloth and he'll <laughs> shoot that flaming arrow. Yeah, well, the, uh, uh, the, the, the guy in the Indian headdress from uh, anyway, it's the shaman. The shaman guy. <laughs> a shaman guy will be there uh and this is what galls him because john mccain for many years and certainly upon his death uh, garnered universal respect across the board and in one sense as we've learned from all the revelations from fox from Tucker Carlson on down, there is universal disrespect for Donald Trump. It's true. He's hated. He's hated. By the way, the, so, the, the love and the affection for, for John McCain publicly was, was well-placed and well-founded and genuine. Even people who, may, for me, I'm a lifelong Democrat. Been a Democrat registered that way since I was 18 years old. And I thought John McCain had a lot of integrity. I thought he made a terrible pick for vice president. I think we all get that now, but I, I never held that against him. And I thought, he, again, he did a lot of great things in his, and he deserved my respect. But, yeah, Meanwhile, it's not about, asshole baby uh, over here. Right. It's not about perfection. It's no, nobody is. And he, you know, he was involved in that savings and loan. Them is a mess, but that's not the point. That's, that's not. not the point. The point is that, uh, nobody had to worry about John McCain trying to overthrow the government of the United States. Nobody had to worry about John McCain divulging secrets to our enemies. Nobody. Yeah. It, and, and that's what drives Trump crazy every time a person of stature dies. And, you know, we have several presidents right now. And hopefully they will outlive Donald Trump substantially, whether it's George W. Bush or uh, Bill Clinton. And I certainly hope that Jimmy Carter, who here we go again, he's in hospice. He's getting he's probably getting close to starting to set records yeah. on that. Well, that was what, four months ago? It was a while back. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So he's for some reason. He's hanging in there. God bless the guy. What is he? Ninety six. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, absolutely. I hope. I hope he lives long enough 
to be able to watch Trump's funeral on Zoom. That would be wonderful. Oh, you know, Trump is going to seethe seeing the love that's shown for Jimmy Carter. Uh, th- that's right. To- that's the thing. It, it's, it's a loss for Trump either way. Either Carter outlives him or <laughs> when Carter dies, he will get you ready. No, you know what? I take that back. He will not get the Republicans may sit on their hands on this one. They may feel that they are forced to not acknowledge anything positive that Jimmy Carter has left in terms of legacy for this country. They may be forced to because of partisanship, because of Fox News, because they will run through, you know, look at the inflation, blah, blah, blah. You know, they will they will make it seem as if he was personally responsible for for everything that's ever. He let those hostages marinate in in, uh, Iran for four hundred thirty nine. You know, that's that's what they'll do. That's cute, I, but that's going on. That's going to exist over here in the corner among the assholes. Among uh, the I, I don't think so. I don't think so. The only the other real living Republican president will be at the funeral. George W. Bush will be there. Don't give a shit if Donald Trump's going to be there. like like oh, Richard well, Nixon. That doesn't count. I'm talking Richard about Nixon, Richard Nixon will climb out of the grave. No, no, no. To be at, at, at his George H. W. Bush will climb out of the grave to be at Jimmy Carter's funeral. No, what I'm talking about, for instance, in the case of John McCain, there were current Democrats oh, yeah. who were happy to honor John McCain. I, I'm talking about current Republicans. Uh, are you think they're going to get the directive? Stay away from this fucking funeral. Do you think that's going to be the? There's somebody that's yes. going to tell those guys. So it's, it's, yes. I mean, obviously, like, and, I, and I'll tell you what, because they're afraid that it'll show up in a campaign commercial against them. Look, it'll show up in a primary. Even it'll, even yes. even Lindsey Graham will be there. Like, but obviously, idiot fuckers like Josh Hawley and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, they're not going to show up there. And by God, I wouldn't want them there. Yeah, those assholes are not going oh, to be know. there. I know. Yes. No, everyone in the in the Congress doesn't get invited to every state kind of funeral. But like anyway, the but. the old guard and the, like some of the mainstream Republicans, yes, they're going. They're going to be. I, I, the, I like. I would if I was the Carter family, I'd be like, eh, Ted Cruz. We don't want him there. Could we have specific instructions? That's where the line is drawn. Well, we don't you know, Ted that Cruz. may not be a problem because Ted Cruz should be in jail <laughs> soon. <laughs> now, now that there are recordings of him absolutely positively unequivocally being in on the plot yeah on how to stop joe biden on january 6th he's on there he's on on the recording saying this is this is how you do it and uh there's another great harvard lawyer ted cruz jesus it didn't take there, did it? It didn't stick with him, did it? 